Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Today is the 28th of November, the 332nd day of 2022, leaving us a synchronous and lightning quick 33 days until 2023. But first, to finish out this month, a few lines from Thomas Hood's November. No comfortable feel in any member. No shade, no shine, no butterflies, no bees, no fruits, no flowers, no leaves, no birds, no vember. In 1843, the year before Thomas Hood wrote this poem, London, where he was living, had been suffering periodic smog caused by the air pollution from the burgeoning Industrial Revolution. Buildings were being blackened from the smog, premature deaths were occurring among residents, and visibility was frequently reduced to that which became known as pea soup. Subsequently, a parliamentary select committee set in motion various efforts that would culminate a century later in their Clean Air Act of 1956, significantly reducing London smog by enforcing smokeless zones. Today in 1600, the Royal Society was founded at Gresham College in London, England, following a lecture by English architect Sir Christopher Wren. Today in 1720, pirates Anne Bonney and Mary Reed were tried and found guilty of pirating and sentenced to death in Spanish town, Jamaica, but discovery of their pregnancies would win them stays of, edu- of execution. Today in 1775, the America's Second Continental Congress formally established the Continental Navy. Today in 1893, for the first time, women voted in a general election, which happened to be the New Zealand general election. Today in 1895, America's first automobile race, hosted by the Chicago Times-Herald, included six cars over a distance of 55 miles from Chicago to Evanston, averaging seven miles per hour, and won by Frank Durier. Today in 1919, American-born lady Nancy Astor was elected as the first female member of the British House of Commons. Today, in 1978, Atlantic Records released Briefcase Full of Blues, the debut album by the Blues Brothers, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi, topped the chart and became the best-selling blues record of all time. Heavenward in the southern sky tonight and tomorrow night after sunset, a thick, waxing crescent moon will hang low four degrees south of Saturn in the constellation Capricornus the Seagoat. The image of the seagoat and its defiant head brings to mind human beings and their general defiance of science, as we've aptly proved going on three years with COVID. Speaking of peaking, the New York Times observes this past week that the number of daily reported coronavirus cases and subsequent hospitalizations in the United States has, quote, risen modestly, close quote, with currently about 43,000 cases announced nationwide every day. Locally at the University of Maine in Orono, my girlfriend who teaches three classes this semester has now had more than 27 students test positive for COVID, translating into more than a 35% infection rate. My own classes have had an uptick in positive cases this past week, with more than half of one class absent this past Tuesday. 
The New York Times and other credible sources report that the daily average of coronavirus deaths nationally remains above 338, meaning at least 2,366 people are currently dying per week in the U.S. from COVID. The United States to date has had 99 million cumulative cases of COVID since the first reported instances of the disease on January 21, 2020, BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants being responsible for almost all recent cases. Therefore, we continue to be the world's leader in COVID, with 16% of the world's 641 million cases when we're only 4% of the world's population. 3 million of the world's 641 one million cases were recorded this past week. Elsewhere on the planet, the major industrialized nations continue to hold second through seventh places, ranging from 45 million cumulative cases in India to 38 million cases in France, 37 million in Germany, 35 million in Brazil, 27 million in South Korea, and 25 million cases in the UK since the beginning of the pandemic more than two and a half years ago. And though China has been in the news this past week because of a record number, for them, of COVID cases, which provoked new lockdowns in cities producing a considerable portion of China's exports, the number of infections and deaths are considerably lower than those occurring in Europe and in the U.S. On the fatal front globally, current numbers of deaths due to COVID are officially at 6.7 million, while COVID deaths here in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins and other credible sources, are presently at 1.2 million. Not a big number, perhaps, unless someone close to you has succumbed to COVID. Worldwide, more than 12.9 billion doses of vaccine have been administered, but remember that only 68% of all Americans are vaccinated, and only half of those vaccinated have had a minimum of one booster shot since. Today, in 1949, in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada, Paul Schaefer was born, the only child of an attorney who raised his son in Thunder Bay, a small, remote community on the shore of Lake Superior, where young Paul listened to Chicago television and radio broadcasts that included rock groups such as Darling Love and the Ronettes. Afternoon, Schaefer recalls, I'd bash out their songs on the piano as loud as I could, exactly the way they played them, three, four hours at a stretch. There was nothing else to do. It was too cold to go out. Paul formed his own rock band, The Fabulous Fugitives, named after his favorite television character and program, David Jansen in The Fugitive. Hockey rinks became a popular venue, and Paul learned to love performing. Studying law at the University of Toronto was followed by a series of jobs as a musician in theater and on television, leading to playing piano on Saturday Night Live, where he helped put together the successful Blues Brothers routine of John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. David Letterman says that he never considered anyone other than Paul Schaefer for the role of musical sidekick on Late Night with David Letterman. Schaefer has observed... I started playing in a rock and roll band in high school, which gave me something to do on weekends, but alas, I never learned how to dance, because I was always playing at the dances. That's why most musicians don't dance. Have you noticed that? A little theory I have. Today is also the birthday in 1628 of English minister and author of The Pilgrim's Progress, John Bunyan, 1757 of English poet and artist William Blake, 
of German social philosopher and co-author of the Communist Manifesto, Friedrich Engels, in 1929 of American songwriter and Motown founder Barry Gordy, in 1933 of American actress and Peyton Place star Hope Lang, in 1936 of former Colorado Senator Gary Hart, and of American jazz drummer Roy McCurdy, in 1943 of American singer-songwriter Randy Newman, in 1950 of American actor Ed Harris, in 1956 of American country singer Christine Arnold. From Arnold, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the 11th week of autumn.